time of the week is here. Break is ready. Let's go. My name is Chris DeBacker and I am your host. And with me as usual are two men who are anything but usual. The first you know and love because he is a lot like a dark alley. You know he is a little dangerous and you probably should stay away. But the funny sounds he makes and the weird smells he gives off really piques your curiosity about what's actually going on down there. It's Scott Blakemore. And also with us in studio today is a guy who reminds us all of our favorite international spy. The ladies find him irresistible because he's mysterious, suave, and debonair. He's got two guns, and I'm pretty sure his middle name is Danger. It's my guy, Joe Krupper. How about those guns, Joe? Are those natural? Welcome to the gun show, boys. (laughs) That's not true. No. No, is Danger really your middle name? You know, Danger is not my middle name. But what, What's your middle name? My middle name is Lee, so I was named after Bruce Lee. It's Joseph Lee. Lee is actually better than Danger. That fits you a lot better. <laughs> it's easier to spell, too. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, it's good to see you. Email address, breakisready at gmail.com. Breakisready at gmail.com. We would love to get those emails in from listeners. Shoot us a note and tell us what you think. You guys ready for today's word of the day? Yes, sir. Boom, boom. All right. Today's word of the day. It's a verb. That means action, Scott. Joe is a man of action. Man of action. Today's word is grok. G-R-O-K. Grok. What does that mean? Wasn't he a tight end for the Patriots? (laughs) That would be gronk. Oh, that's gronk. To gronk somebody would be to probably score a touchdown and spike the football hard. Grok. It's a verb. I've never, ever heard it. What's grok mean? Punch someone? No. You never guess, Chris? No. Okay. Wow. Those are the things, those shoes you wear, all the kids wear on their feet. It's crocs. Crocs. So grok, to grok something is to understand it profoundly and intuitively. So here you go. Here's, here's, a, here's a sentence, okay? You got okay, that? Okay, I'm ready, yeah. The thing that marketing teams can't fully grok is that TikTok <laughs> is organic, growing like mushrooms, et cetera, et cetera. You're not making this up. I've no, never heard of grok. True. So grok is actually a word that has become more popular just in the last few years, starting in 2017-ish. Grok. So there you go. Sounds like a caveman word to me, but I'll try. I'll do my best. I think that's why I like it. Grok. We have some days of the week to talk about. We have National Homemade Cookies Day. You know the origin of cookies, by chance? No. You ever wondered? I've never it, wondered, it is, I'd like to know now. It is speculated that cookies were started in around the 7th century in Iran. What they would do is they would make a little cake and throw it in the oven to test the heat of the oven before they would put the big cake in. And this little cake, if it cooked right, they would pull it out and they would put the big cake in. Well, it turned out with the advent of sugar being distributed all over the world, people were using it to bake things and they found that these little cakes were much easier to carry and travel with and they were good. And so cookies kind of became a thing around the 7th century and then just progressed to get better and better and better. Yum. Give it to the Iranians. We also have National Hair Day. Hair Day, as in the hair on your head that we don't have. National Hair Day. Or do have. Yes. I'm pretty sure that was started by a a company to promote product. (laughs) Oh, I've got to think so. I've got to think so. Yeah. Can you believe this? You can't see me. And if you don't know me, I don't have a lot of hair. I actually, in high school was voted to have the best hair. Can <laughs> you, you believe really? that? You know how they vote on stuff in yeah. senior year? I had the best hair. That was my yeah, Z there. There you go. Right? Good callback. Yeah, I actually had this flat top haircut, and everybody called me fuzzy. Fuzzy? Was, yeah, because everybody kind of felt it, and it was just almost like a 
like a hairbrush, huh. you know, like it had soft bristles. So I, yeah, there you go. I won the best hair. You'd never know it. What do you think the coolest hairstyle is? You know, there's the mullet, which is kind of making a comeback now. I don't it know is. if that was ever cool. Yeah. There was the big hair, the mullet, the parted down the middle and feathered off on the side. Oh, yeah. Right. You know, the Mr. Clean haircut is pretty cool. You know what? The Mr. Clean haircut is what a lot of guys are going with right now, isn't they it? Are. I mean, keeping that baby tight. And I'm not day. ready to fully commit to that yet. Pierce Brosnan, the side part, classic English cut. That's probably one of the, you can never go wrong. Oh, yeah. Sure. It's, yeah. it's timeless, right? You timeless. have a haircut like that. And, and flat it kind of just, yeah, flat top can too. Okay. Yeah, it just kind of spans generations. That's probably the key to actually looking younger or staying, you know, your age is keeping the same haircut. Joe, I've got a couple of hair questions for you. Interesting. Okay. I'm curious. You what may that not mean? have a lot of hair, but I feel like you would know <laughs> a lot about hair. There's very little you don't know a lot about. So well. I've got a couple of uh, a few true and false questions. Okay? okay. I like true and false. I got 50-50 chance here. Wearing a hat regularly mm. causes hair loss. That is 100% true. According to research that I found, it's false. What? No that, scientific no. research can be connected with wearing a hat. I Although, was, why do you see, though, professional golfers, you see baseball players that take off their hat and you're like, oh, man, the guy doesn't have any hair. Look what happened to Peyton Manning from wearing a helmet. I was going to say the same thing. I was going to say golfers, baseball players, some football players, even the top of their head where their the helmet rubs. Yeah, I can't believe that's false. That's what happened to me. I wore a hat all the time. Look at my head. But I had heard that. I had heard that kidding. it was false. And they're like, you don't, you're not going to lose your hair if you wear a hat. I wore wow. a hat all the time in high school. And I thought. And you got a great I'm head not, of hair. I, t- I quit wearing it. Okay. Because that's why I wear visors. Huh. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Here's another one, Joe. Okay. A person, a normal person, sheds 50 to 150 strands of hair per day. 50? That is a lot of strands per day. I'm going to say true, though. True. That's amazing. I'm not sure I have 50 to 150 (laughs) on my head right now. So you're telling me I'm regrowing those every day? That's a lot of hair. Not every day. (laughs) (laughs) They're showing up on your beard. (laughs) How about this one, Joe? Last one. Stress makes your hair turn gray. First answer would be yes, but is that a trick question? You know, I'm going to say yes. I think it does. Look at the president's. When they get in the Oval Office, their hair turns gray almost immediately. It's, it's, I thought that exact same thing. The answer that I have is false. Hmm. I think you got a bad source. I think yep. the source you ungrock a ball or <laughs> they do not grok <laughs> hair. I agree because I'm not sure I believe any of these, but that's what they're saying. But I was wrong. I was one for three there. Push ups may be in line tonight. You haven't done push ups in we, such a I'm long time. I'm getting nervous. All right. What else you got, Scott? We have National Pumpkin Seed Day. A lot of benefits from pumpkin seeds. Did you know that? Civilizations over time have long thought pumpkin seeds were very healthy to eat. Did you guys ever have pumpkin seeds when you were a kid? I love I have them now. You do? The best part about carving a pumpkin. I don't even care anymore if I put a face in the pumpkin. I'm all about the pumpkin seeds. I love them. Really? Love them. Absolutely. How do you eat them? Like, are they seasoned or something or roasted or something? Right. All we do is we clean them up and then we just bathe them in salt Mm. for a day. And then you just bake them, and they are just fantastic. There's World Farm Animals Day. What does that mean? I'm going to reserve explaining what World Farm Animals Day is to later. It is a day to recognize all the animals that are on farms that are raised to produce food for us. Oh, Which sure. I read, one of the things said it was billions, like twenty, more than 25 billion animals are being raised for food for humans. Per year? Or just at one time? At one, any one time. That's amazing to think about that. Yeah. What's the most edible farm animal? What's your favorite farm animal? Well, I think, I think there's a quantity versus quality. 
Okay. Or maybe I shouldn't say quality. Well, what's your favorite? If you had to eat one. A farm animal? Yeah. What's your favorite? I like steak. Yeah. Right. Cow. Steak's pretty so good. You're a cow, cow guy? I like cows. I don't want to make friends with it, but I will enjoy eating it. And chicken's always good, too, if you you know fry it up and put some seasoning on it. Next day we have is Chic Spy Day. Chic Spy Day? Chic what is that Spy mean? Day. What's a chic spy? What's a chic spy, Chris? A chic spy is a spy that is just dressed really, really well. One that you look at and go, wow, that spy has got it all put together. Who like, comes to mind? Well, it's James Bond, obviously. James Bond. I thought yeah. you were for sure going to say Tom Cruise playing <laughs> Ethan Hunt. <laughs> that right? is pretty good. But, but, he's, but he's pretty Daniel, chic. But Daniel Craig as James Bond is... Chic. Oh, yeah. yeah he's he's put that. together... I think spies by themselves, like that, that is part of who they are. They're this like sophisticated person by day or by night, and then they can flip on a, on a nope. dime to be this assassin and this, you know, action hero. But they never in real life would want to stand out. So it's nice for the movies, but if you're a spy, you want to blend in. You're not going to dress up to draw attention to yourself, right? I but for be, the movies, it works. I would be a good spy because nobody notices me. <laughs> I said he reminds us all of our favorite international spies because he's totally forgettable. That's true, too. That's true. So it's kind of nice that Chic Spy Day fits right in with Global James Bond Day. Oh, here we go. James Bond. Global. He is chic. He is chic. He's probably the chicest. Did you know, here's something interesting about James Bond. Ian Fleming is the writer Mm -hmm. of all the James Bond books and really credited with dreaming up James Bond. Did you know he was actually an officer in the Royal Navy's Navy Intelligent Department. So he was actually a spy in World War II, right? Really was a journalist, but then was kind of pushed into World War II, became a spy, and that really just launched this whole James Bond thing. Isn't that pretty amazing? I never knew Ian Fleming was an actual spy. Wow. So I've got a question for you, Joe. James Bond, and you already hit you already hit this, so okay. you got one of the answers already. James Bond has been on the big screen for a lot of years, can you name four out of the seven actors that seven. played James Bond? Yeah, over the years, from beginning till now, there have been seven actors that have played James Bond. You, know, you need to name four. I mean, Daniel Craig, he's my favorite, and he's the one that comes to mind. Most recent, obviously, he's been around. And, and I think probably the most James Bond-ish. I remember when it, when he was first announced as James Bond, there was a, some uproar over that because he had the blonde hair and blue eyes, which bothered some people. But I think he's phenomenal as James Bond. Yeah, I think he's been the best. Um, before that was Pierce Brosnan. Which is pretty incredible. He was okay. And we already determined he's got a haircut that just, you know, lasts a long time. So Before Pierce Brosnan, I'm not sure the order here, so but definitely Sean Connery was an iconic James Bond. Yeah, I think you think of James Bond and I... You go right away to Sean Connery. Yeah. Yeah, he was number one. He was first he was, and the original. Yeah, he was originally. He, he was the original. He was the original huh? James I Bond. I did not know that. Okay, so we got Daniel Craig, got Pierce Brosnan, got Sean Connery, Roger Moore. Roger Moore and Joe's a winner. Oh. That's right. Roger Moore actually had one of the longest tenures of any James Bond, primarily James Bond during the 80s. Mm-hmm. Really? Probably the least James Bond-like. Probably. I would agree. Um, the other ones, you know, I don't know if I can name the other ones, actually. So that's four. They're kind of one-hit wonders. Yeah. After after Sean Connery, it was David Niven. I've never heard of him. After David Niven, it was George Lazenby. 
Never heard of him. And between Roger Moore and Pierce Brosnan was Timothy Dalton. Oh, yeah, Timothy Dalton. He wasn't, he was okay, I guess. Okay, forgettable. I think the three that you didn't remember are forgettable. So you hit the, you hit the top four. I'm glad you said four, not five. Scott mentioned a little bit ago that it's World Farm Animals Day coming up. One animal we didn't mention were horses. Okay. You know, when you watch the Kentucky Derby, you see some of these horses' names, and they have these names that you're like, well, how did those, how did those come about? Now, what does that have in common with James Bond? Have you ever noticed that all of the Bond girls in the Bond movies also have some funny names? That's a great point. Have you ever noticed yeah. that? So, Joe, I want to play a little oh, game with you boy. if you're up for it. Do you know the difference between a Bond girl and a horse? Wow, this is going to be good. Can you tell the difference? So what, I, what I've got here, Joe, I've got some real Bond girls. You know, we've got their, their movie names. And I've also got a few horses that ran in the 2022 Kentucky Derby. <laughs> okay, and I want you just to tell me Bond girl or horse. Okay, I'm not going to do so well probably, but let's go. Simple enough. Okay, number one, Domino Derville. Domino Derville. That's got to be a horse name. Domino Derville is a Bond girl. What? No way. Can, Can you, you n- believe it? We'll go We'll go one more here, okay. Joe. Yeah. So Domino Derville is a Bond girl. Miss Tarot. So it's M-I-S-S. Second word is T-A-R-O. Miss Tarot. You know, the word Miss is throwing me. I'm going to say Bond girl, but I'm not going to say Bond girl. I'm going to say horse. Miss Tarot is a Bond girl. <laughs> it sounds like a horse oh, though, right? no. Yeah. Yeah. Oh for right. two. Oh for two. Number three, Tawny Port. I'm going to go horse. Tawny Port is a horse. All right. <laughs> Tawny Port finished seventh in the 2022 Kentucky Derby. Uh, how about Zora? That sounds like a Bond girl. That's a Bond girl okay. all day long. Zora's a Bond I like girl. that name. How about Zozos? I'm going to say horse. Zozos is a horse. All right. Run that, a roll. That finished 10th in the 2022 Kentucky Derby. Next one, Dink. That's a terrible horse name. I'm going to say Bond girl. That is a Bond girl. <laughs> she was a pretty Bond girl. They're all pretty. They're all, they're all they're pretty, pretty Bond nice girls, looking. right? They're all pretty Bond girls. All right. Okay. How about this one, Joe? Honey Rider. You know, that could go either way. I'm going to say both. It's not both. Okay. <laughs> that would have been phenomenal. <laughs> that would <been> phenomenal. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Uh, I'll, say, I'll say horse. Honey Rider is a Bond okay, girl. Okay, that was too easy. Oh, come on. I think Honey Rider is a Sean Connery era Bond girl. Really? She's the one in the white bikini that comes up out of the ocean and she's got the uh, the dagger on her belt. Now that I have that? seen. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Honey Rider. Okay, last one, Joe. Moe Donegal. Moe Donegal? That's got to be a horse. That's a horse. Okay. Moe Donegal finished fifth in the 2022 Kentucky Derby. You did pretty good, Joe. You know, you I did. Start, started off a little rough, but we finished maybe 50-50 there. Here, I've got some more questions for you. I want you to just say yes or no to these. Another part of the Bond stories are villains, right? Mm. There's some iconic mm-hmm. villains, and the villains have some pretty amazing names too, right? So I want you just to say yes or no, is this a Bond villain? Okay. okay. So the first one, Odd Job. Oh. Odd Job. 100% Bond villain. Bond because villain. I, yeah. I remember that from... The video game, it was Pierce Brosnan. Okay, Pierce Brosnan's first Bond film. He Odd Job, I think, was an Asian, yeah, kind of a minor villain. Okay, next one, T O Shanavis. T O Shanavis. I'm going to say no. No, that was actually my childhood pediatrician. So you <laughs> guessed it right. <laughs> okay, number three. Oh man, Jaws. Uh, I'm going to say villain. Yeah, Jaws was that. Uh, I think he was in. 
if I'm remembering right, I think it was Moonraker with Roger Moore. He had the big like metal teeth. Uh, next one, Electra King. Electric King. Electra. Electra King. Electra King. I'm going to say no. Bond villain. Really? Yeah, she was a Bond villain. Oh, I should have known. Electrolux. <laughs> Electrolux. I'm going to say no. <laughs> no, those are GE appliances. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Dr. Boff. Dr. Boff. That sounds like a James Bond villain. He's not. That oh. was my childhood dentist. <laughs> How about this? Last two. Dr. Julius No. Dr. Julius No. I'm going to say villain. Right. Dr. No. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And last one, Oric Goldfinger. Oh, I mean, Goldfinger, yeah. Goldfinger's a Bond villain. There yeah. we go. You did really well, Joe. You know your Bond trivia. Yeah, somewhat. Okay. Just a couple more days. National Transfer Money to Your Daughter Day. There's a national day for that. Chris, I don't know about you. I kind of feel like every day <laughs> is transfer money to your daughter day. Yeah. I wake up in the morning and it's transfer money to your daughter day. Yes. It's got to be a daughter that came up with this day, right? Just show your daughter that you love them. I'm like, I show my daughter every day I love her. I pay for her life, right? <laughs> How do your sons feel about a day like this? They're like, Dad, you're, you you got to transfer money to your daughter today? What, what's that about? But every day it seems to be transfer money to your daughter day. But that's okay. Love my daughter. You love your daughters. That's oh, what we do, right? Do it all day long. That's what we do. We're dads. Finally, it's National Forgiveness and Happiness Day. Hmm. And for National Forgiveness and Happiness Day, I thought I would share this quote with you. Oh, okay. And see if you would come up with who hmm. said this. In relation to forgiveness and happiness. I love Scott's quotes. They're always that, good. I've never guessed one yet. We have not got one yet in the first couple of rounds. Oh, you've gotten that. You're so smart. <laughs> this one I have a feeling you're going to get. The weak can never forgive. Forgiveness is the attribute of the strong. The weak can never forgive. Forgiveness is the attribute of the strong. And if you'd like a clue before you give me a guess, I'm happy to yeah, do so. Yeah, give me but, a clue. That's... Okay. He, it's a he. It's a warrior. He was a civil rights activist in South Africa. Nelson Mandela. It's got to be... Nel who, who else would be there? Nelson Mandela. You'd think, right? You'd think. <laughs> See, so it's But I wouldn't, I wouldn't give you that clue of the first one if you it was wouldn't. that one. Right? So it was, that is not... You're that is mean not, and dirty. You are not. like a dark alley. You are mean and dirty. <laughs> he suffered from stage fright. That's your second clue. He was a civil rights activist in South Africa. He suffered from stage fright. I want to say Morgan Freeman. It was not Morgan Freeman. Martin Luther King Jr. It was not Martin Luther King Jr., although those are good guesses. He was good friends with Leo Tolstoy, and it was believed his letter to this person was the last thing Leo ever wrote before his death. Question. Go ahead. Who was Leo Tolstoy? <laughs> he was a very famous Russian writer. Yes, oh, okay. he was Russian. Really? Are yes. we going to start going down the Russian road again? No. That was when they had pens in Russia. What do Russians use to write with, Scott? They used to use pens. They don't even have pens anymore. <laughs> Who is Mikhail Gorbachev? It's not Mikhail <laughs> Gorbachev. I'm going with Ian Fleming. Ooh. Ian Fleming. Oh. It's not Ian Fleming. Oh, that's it's a good guess. Fleming. He's no. a writer? Guess. No. Because I feel like he did do some writing to the Russians. No. Maybe not. I, I, I okay. said that quote wrong. This person was good friends with Leo Tolstoy. Yeah. Tolstoy wrote this person a letter, and it's believed that this letter that was written to this person who gave this quote was the last thing that Leo ever wrote. Oh, I gotcha. It was to this guy. It was to this guy. I still would have said Ian Fleming. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> In 1930, he was Time Magazine Man of the Year. I thought my questions were hard. 
Clark Gable. No. Who is Clark Gable? Gone with the Wind. <laughs> you don't watch Gone with the Wind, Joe? I had to give you a few hard ones because the, all the other ones a you would guess. Hard, I'm, this is unbelievably hard. Okay, here's another one. He was assassinated in 1948. Assassinated in 1948. This might help. Let me give you one more. This person was nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize five times, but never received one. Man, this is hard. This is good. 1948 assassinated. Can I ask, was he um, American? He was Indian. Mahatma Gandhi. Mahatma Gandhi. (laughs) You got it. You got it. It is Mahatma Gandhi. Okay, who is that? Oh, come on, Joe. (laughs) We are cutting that out of the show. You You cannot say that. He was, he fought for, yeah, Gandhi. Mahatma Gandhi is Gandhi. I've heard the name before. Gandhi. Sorry. He, he, uh, He was assassinated in 1948. His funeral procession was estimated to be around five miles long. And he was actually married. What age do you think he was married? You know, they do arranged marriages in India. It was an arranged marriage. How old do you think he was when he was married? 18. Well, you get what you said is making me go a different direction. I would have thought very late in life. So I'll say seven. <laughs> seven. No. <laughs> That's child abuse. <laughs> you can That's child abuse. I'm going to say 17. Well, mate promise to his mate. He was married at the age of 13. Wow. So I was close. You're way off. For playing prices right, I would have won. I was under. You were over. 13. To 13. A, yep. To a 14-year-old girl. And they had their first child when he was 16, but the wow. child died. But him and his wife had four more children. I had no idea. I didn't know Gandhi was allowed to do that. He's he so young. Yeah. His birthday is October 2nd. It is commemorated worldwide as the International Day of Nonviolence. So that's another day that I didn't mention, but it's International Day of Nonviolence. Interestingly, World Farm Animal Day is in honor of Gandhi because he was a vegetarian. So he did not believe in eating animals. Okay. So it was a way to recognize all the animals that we kill for food. That's cool. And try to like just bring awareness to maybe you could eat vegetables instead of animals. That is phenomenal. But, that is phenomenal. So Gandhi's influenced a lot of things. He he basically was known for being an anti-colonial political person, hmm. uh, trying to get Britain to free India and Pakistan. Those two countries don't really like each other anymore. But once the British left and let them become independent, shortly thereafter, Gandhi was assassinated, sadly. But he got to see it happen. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's a good way. That's a good way to go out here. National Happiness Day, National Forgiveness Day, National Gandhi Day. I think that's that's pretty awesome stuff. Yeah, that's great. Well, guys, that's a show. Thanks for listening. Until next week, remember to be curious, be bold, and be yourself. See you in a week. Really? And again, I think it's a Sean Sean Connor. Uh, excuse me. I think it's a. Sh- <laughs> I think it's a. Sh- I can't say that. <laughs> so I think Joe, you can tell you can tell the difference between a Bond girl and a horse. Now, here's what I want you to. Here's I've got some Sometimes. other questions for you, Joe. <laughs> Sometimes there is crossover, isn't there? <laughs>